Hello and welcome to the World We Live In podcast. I'm your host, Eric Patterson. Alongside me is my sister, Erin. Join us as we explore the amazing, mysterious aspects of our planet's cultures, history, and future trends. What's going on? What's up? We're back. We're back. Everyone missed us. Yes, yes, they did. Yep. Yes, they did. It's um, full into the Christmas season. It is. Yeah. Um, finishing up finals. Yes, I am almost finished. Today was a day, though, for sure. Yeah, you were telling me about it. Yeah. I was uh, I was coaching last night, and some of my kids were talking about taking like AP Chem and AP Physics, and I was just like. No. <laughs> we never did that. No. No. Why? Why are you talking about that? I, yeah. You know what? Good for them, I guess. Well, yeah, one kid was like, yeah, I'm in all AP classes. And I was like, buddy, it's not worth it. It's not. It's not worth it. And look, it really isn't. No, it it isn't. really isn't. Like, unless you know for a fact that you are going to be a scientist or a doctor, there's no reason why you need to take those classes. Mm-hmm. Exactly, it's just, there isn't. It's, there's not. Well, everyone I know that did it ended up being like, well, that was just pointless. Yeah. Like, it stressed well, them out for no reason. Because you have to take it again in college. Yeah. And they start from square one anyway. Yeah. So it's like, unless you have some sort of advanced credit, which I guess AP might, and it, it, I don't think it matters. Yeah. I really don't. But. Yeah, it would just give you credits, but it wouldn't stop you from having to take it again that's what i've heard that yeah i think like you get like credit hours but it's not like they don't uh acknowledge it as you taking chemistry or something yes yeah no business school people right here yeah all the way all the way baby. i can't deal with that well um we have quite the story tonight yes we do It, it is um it is quite the adventure um to be honest with you, I don't fully understand what's happening. No. But we're going to jump in together, so strap in. And uh, and if you're familiar, great. If not, um, pre- pre- prepare to have your uh, socks blown off. Yeah, mine were blown off. Yeah, mine. Quite literally, <laughs> I had no idea for I've, the first 10 minutes what I was doing. No, no. I've read through this three times, and I still don't completely understand what happened. But this is the alternate story of the birth of Jesus Christ. And if you're thinking what I thought when he said this, I was like, sure. Like, we've all heard, like, what could have happened. <laughs> yeah. And I was not ready, so this will be great. So, hang on to every word. Yes. Um, real quickly, though, I wanted to um, ask you in in church the other day. Mm. Your the the pastor said something about the uh, the wise men, right? And the the narrative, but apparently the, he said the biblical narrative doesn't support yeah. that. Yeah. So. Normally, like, the pastor will do a more, like, historical preface to these when he's, like, reading a passage or whatever. Yeah. So, we're, like, it's, like, the Advent, so they're talking about this, obviously, leading up to the birth of Jesus. And so, with the three wise men, obviously, he was, was like, yeah, everyone's, uh, like, manger scenes are wrong. And we were, like, what? 
like, you know, and he was like, because it says three wise men, and three is just a number that comes up a lot, like, in the Bible. Like, there's a lot of them, a lot of numbers like that. But basically that the, that the wise men, these people were, like, magi, right? Yep. So he said never once in history did these magi travel in less than, like, several hundreds at a time. So there, it's like historically inaccurate that there were only three of them. Mm. He was saying it's just like a false, like that just didn't happen. He's saying it's more symbology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But just like, he always points out those things. And I just thought it was interesting because it's always like the three wise men. Yes. And they each brought a uh, like frankincense, myrrh, and whatever, the other one, gold or something. Gold, yeah. Like they each brought one, but that just wasn't the case. And then he was talking about the significance of each thing that they brought. So I just thought it was interesting because I had never known that, like, and even, like, our parents that were with me who are, I mean, like, older parents were like, well, we've never heard that before. So it's just crazy, like, what you don't know. And then, I mean, what we're about to talk about is super way more far out there than that. But just, (laughs) like, these two things in the same week, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. But it's really, really interesting. So, but, yeah, like, the Magi and stuff, they're very interesting. So... They, they never traveled like in one, two, or three. Like they were always in like thousands or like several hundreds, like just masses of these guys. So wow. very interesting. That's but, yeah. That's yeah. I was I was kind of shocked because you don't hear about that. Um, I mean, but it was emphasizing the significance of this event in the way that he yes, was saying. Of course, so many of them just got up and left to yeah. go find yeah like Jesus after they heard he was being born. So yeah. Yeah, I, well, I was saying there is, there was some sort of forbidden or hidden knowledge that they that only they were at, privy to. Yeah, right. Because like, again, why would they travel a thousand miles mm-hmm. just to go see some guy? Yeah, over you know? super treacherous terrain. Yeah, exactly. Like, if 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 this guy was the real deal, then yeah, you know they would. They had to believe in something. Definitely. Yeah. Whatever it was, it was a whatever very it was. For them. Yes, exactly. Doesn't matter what it was, but whatever it was, it was important. For sure. Okay, so let's hop into it. So a couple things we have to clarify first. So this story is um, very spiritual in the sense that the individuals we are talking about are of other dimensions um so to start out with the uh well i should probably say the source the source (laughs) the source is from biblioteca pleiades and it's from from noel hunt noel huntley um i believe it's from his book yeah, return to the real history of the Nazarenes and the Bible. But the the link to this will be in our show notes. Um, so if you're curious, you can take a look there. So to start out with, they're claiming, and all of this is claims. I don't, there's no way to validate any of this. Nope. At least not in an hour. But. <laughs> Um, the correct name for Jesus was not Jesus, and this I think this is this has been referred to. I know, I believe 
the Jews refer to, sometimes refer to Jesus as Yeshua, J-E-S-H-E-U-A, or Y-E-S-H-E-U-A. Similar spelling, so Yeshua. Um, apparently that's just happened because of a changing in the Hebrew letters. Um, and that Yeshua's parents were not Jesus, or sorry, were not Joseph and Mary as depicted in the Bible. This is not a natural confusion, but apparently a deliberate change to present a different story. So another priest by the name of Yeshua, slightly different spelling, J-E-S-H-E-W-U-A, was born to Joseph and Mary. And furthermore, this man was married to Mary Magdalene. Mm-hmm. Okay? So that is saying that a separate person of very similar name was born to Joseph and Mary and married Mary Magdalene. Right. Okay. So the two previous figures are distinguished by what I can only express as their spiritual progression or spiritual um, significance. Yeah. Uh, It seems like one is lower than the other. Correct. Yeah. So the one born to Joseph and Mary apparently was of lower spiritual significance than Mm -hmm. the prior one who was not born to Joseph and Mary. Yes. Okay. So, um, I think the next point should be made is that there was a mission to be executed by the birth of Jesus. Yes. Now, some would say, right, traditionally some would say that that is the, that he would ultimately be sacrificed on the cross to save our sins. Mm-hmm. But that's not what this, that's not what this narrative is saying. Not this mission. Not this mission, <laughs> which we will get to, but that's an important thing to keep in your head. So there is a, there is a mission that needs to happen, but the historical Christian perspective of what happened is not, mm-hmm what the mission was. So, um, there, there were these, it's kind of a side note, it's not really on the main story, but there were these, um, I don't know what you call them, they call them Eckers. Mm-hmm. They're spiritual twins of which John the Baptist and his twin were the first to arrive, John in 46 BC, and his twin Maragindra in in 34 BC. Um, The second pair were Emmanuel 
in 23 BC and Ashradari in 14 BC. And then finally, Yeshua, the higher significance, in 12 BC and Marahari later changed to Mary in 13 BC. Correct. So, these people were dedicated to this mission that needed to be executed. Mm-hmm. Is this, is this, this is your understanding as yes. well? Okay. And that, a side note, but important that they, when it says, and his twin arrive, so like, for example, John the Baptist arrived in 46 BC, and then his twin arrived in 34. Later on, we'll mention in more detail, but they're arriving at separate times because it takes a certain amount of time for them to like form into a physical being in this realm, basically. And this, you're probably about to say this about mm. when the Jesus actually arrives, but continue. Yes, no, that's, that's a very good point. So according to this, our current calendar system was not started at the birth of Jesus, but it started when he was 12 years old. And this is referring to what Aaron was just saying about this, this um, elusive, highly technical process to which the avatar's soul incarnates into this density. And it takes... 12 years basically mm-hmm. for the soul to fully adapt to the physical structure. Mm-hmm. So there's a, there's a phenomenon called walk-ins as well. And they reference this um, basically saying that the, f- the full walk-in doesn't happen until the age of 12. Is our walk-in something you're familiar with? Well, there's a there's this phenomenon where people um, claim that their bodies are basically taken over by some other spiritual oh. being, okay, um, and that they 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 ref- they're referred to as walk-ins, and there are stories of people that claim they're walk-ins. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So interesting. Yep. So basically, it's basically a this is basically an integration of DNA and an activation. Mm-hmm. This is what the article claims. So, all six of these individuals were carrying codes in their DNA with the purpose of anchoring them to Earth's blueprint and field system to align Earth's energies in preparation for the next ascension cycle between the years of 2000 and 2017. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of crazy. It is crazy. These three pairs of twins were known as the Akatic, Akatic, sorry, mm-hmm. Akatic Trinity, and were related to the incarnated 144,000 indigos during the Christ period. So the ind- the term indigo person or indigo child is just a uh, term for like an enlightened individual, mm-hmm. someone who is f- farther along um, spiritually than the normal person. Right. Okay. So 
On November 22nd, 12 BC, Yeshua, the higher consciousness yep. individual, was born by natural conception, mm-hmm. which is important to note because that is not what the Bible says. Right. Right. Mary was a virgin and mm-hmm. she was conceived. Um, Spiritually, I guess. Immaculately. Immaculately, (laughs) yes. Immaculate conception, that's right. Am I on on track so far? Okay. You you got it. So I'm born of natural natural conception to two individuals in the home of Benjamin in the Bible, on the outskirts of Bethlehem, Mm -hmm. where they were hiding from King Herod. And on December 20th, they took the child to their home in Bethlehem. Enter the three wise men. Enter the three wise men. And this is where it gets crazy. Okay. So these three, quote unquote, wise men played a significant role in the preparation of this infant in its integration of DNA and consciousness okay so this complex procedure apparently as I stated previously didn't fully um, incarnate until the age of 12 um, and that's that's pretty much all they say about it yeah yeah it's very it's again it's very vague um, any do you have anything dad? Um, not, no, not really about them. I just think it's, now I'm just so intrigued by the three wise men, but yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, I know. No, you got it all. Well, there's parts of this story that do line up, like mm-hmm. the King Herod and yeah. certain individuals and then. And the three wise men part is very similar because what the tidings that the three wise men brought to the birth of Jesus was very significant to the kind of life that he was going to lead. If you think about what they brought in their meaning in that time, like myrrh was used to basically like when someone dies, like it's used as a sacrificial um, substance. Yeah. 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 So like they knew from the minute that he was born that he was going to be the one who saved them. So, I thought that was really interesting. But, um, yeah, that part lines up for sure. But the uh, levels of consciousness and whatnot is just kind of over my head. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty. Pretty up there. And, yeah. And also doesn't go into any detail. Right. <laughs> so that's there's like uh, no explanation. You know, it just it's just like oh yeah, he was uh, higher consciousness, and it took twelve years for his spirit to yeah incarnate into his body it's like okay um (laughs) also what i'm confused about that is like up until like what was he like as like a six-year-old was he like right just half in half out the whole time was he like like, glitching like (laughs) just walking into walls and shit yeah yeah that's what i'm yeah i agree so the the three kings apparently had some help in getting to this 
Yeshua. And they had assistance from an inner earth being. Okay, so this is fascinating. So the kings were from India, Tibet, and Egypt, respectively. Mm-hmm. And they I traveled via inner space portals. And they were able to do so because this inner earth visitor provided the kings with security access codes. Okay. So some of you may be thinking, oh, like one, two, three or or thumbprint. Well, not exactly. Apparently these were frequency patterns which either are inherent or are embedded in the DNA or are meditated upon visually or by sound. Basically frequency patterns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they, they entered a in, portal in their respective country. And just popped right out. And <laughs> just popped out in, in Bethlehem. <laughs> they just, that would make a lot of sense. It would. Of would. how they got so yeah. far from where they're from. But yeah, exactly. That would explain a lot, actually. In so, history in general. Yeah, yeah, it's true. But, so apparently this inner earth being um, also is referred to as Father Christmas. Is that in here? Yeah. What yeah, did says, I read right over that? <laughs> it says... <laughs> did I miss... It says the inner earth being became known as the, oh. the way shower, the shepherd of light, and also Father Christmas, from which legends were built. Wow. All yeah. I read was way shower. I didn't... I don't know that. It's so weird yeah, that I didn't did go that. on. Well, I love that. Yeah, so that's cool. pretty. That's pretty funny. And he's a big deal. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. As you read down further, so. Yes. Um, so apparently, the entrance of the kings was spotted by Herod's guards, and so yeah. that added a little bit of twist into the whole uh, mission. But um, as you said, they did bring herbs, minerals, and of frankincense, myrrh, and gold. And there's this whole there's this whole spot yeah. about how I guess if you enter this <clears throat> enter this portal something materializes from your body that is like gold. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get into that, but yeah. Did you read through that? No. Yeah, I I, I was just like I, I don't know. At that point in my day, I said I'm not reading that. Yeah, yeah. I was just trying to find the end of the story. <laughs> Yeah, me too. I was like, let's get there. Yeah. But I don't think it's in I think it's just a little side note. I think so. A little yeah. fun fact. Yeah. Um, okay. So this way shower or inner earth being Father Christmas. Father Christmas. <laughs> with the help of Benjamin made preparation for the safe passage of the return of the kings to their homelands by camel and donkey. I guess because the portals were compromised by Herod's yeah. guards and they couldn't they you know they couldn't get captured. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, there's this whole thing where the um Emmanuel the um the enlightened twin Mm-hmm. One of the twins was given a drum, and he was giving codes to, like, drum in order to watch um, the stables. 
Yep. Yeah. Um, and then... So I guess... I, it was important that some of these indigo children were not located, I guess, because they were they were obviously of special um, birth or incarnation. Mm-hmm. Um, the it, well, it goes into how one of them had to be like sacrificed so that they could incarnate in a different body like six years down the line or something. Yeah. And then that's where I got lost, to be honest with you. I was a little lost. I didn't understand what was happening. And then eventually um, they get to the point where uh, I guess they go to the, they as in uh, Yeshua, the enlightened being, um, they go to the pyramid at Giza and they transfer um, they transfer codes yeah into the Ark of the Covenant yeah that's how they transferred it apparently. yeah um, yeah that kind of confused me a little bit but says the transfer of codes into Earth's grid was achieved through the process of each individual on separate occasions being brought into the Ark of the Covenant, a portal bridge in the Great Pyramid. So apparently the Ark of the Covenant was in the Great Pyramid. Oh. By this means the codes within these six individual indigo people, DNAs, were transmitted through the passage of the Ark of the Covenant into the Earth. Makes sense. Does yeah, makes just a lot of sense. Another day. Yeah, it's, it's another mission. <laughs> um, apparently, Stonehenge is built on some sort of um, energy line, mm-hmm. <laughs> and this was the second part of their mission was to cancel this program. It just gets really complex towards the end. Yeah. Guys, when he was when he told me about this, I mean, I've never seen him so baffled by a story, and I feel like he sent some really weird stories. Like, yeah, I mean, we've done. But some... you were just like, Aaron, I don't know, <laughs> and I was like, well, how am I gonna understand? But so basically, and tell me if tell me if you agree yeah. with this. In short, the Jesus that is in the Bible is not the real Jesus. Correct. And the real Jesus is this higher enlightened being that was on a mission along with five other indigo or Eckers, Mm -hmm. as they call them, five other Eckers. Their mission was to transmit the codes into the transmit the codes into DNA. No, no, no. Transmit codes in their DNA. Uh-huh. Through the Ark of the Covenant into the Earth, right. And then their second part of the mission, which they did not <laughs> succeed, was to cancel some program that was activated 
oh. under Stonehenge, which is a whole nother story that is just going to take way too long yeah. to discuss. So some sort of earth realignment. Yeah, because at the beginning they mentioned the... They do a little brief thing, and now I kind of understand why it was there. About the, like, parallel planets, something like that. And that's what they were trying to get back to. Yeah, I guess I guess it's like we the Earth is off track as far as frequency. Yeah. Is, is from what I understood. Um, well, I guess I guess it goes back to this um, ascension cycle of Earth between 2000 and 2017. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's, yeah, so unfortunately um, they failed at their second. They failed at the second, but I guess they succeeded. But it doesn't go into, like, what happened to them or mm-hmm. what... Um, yeah. What... I thought it mentioned one of them lived and or lived to a certain time period and then just like left his body. Yeah, I thought so too. I think it's yeah. I don't know. Um it's 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 a very convoluted um convoluted story with a lot of a lot of side stories. Um the inner earth part, the inner earth visitor is interesting. It is. Because um, there are, well, I, they mentioned in this article Admiral Byrd. Have you heard of Admiral Byrd? No, I haven't. So Admiral Byrd was a World War II admiral that okay. apparently, according to him, he flew into... Um, flew into the inner earth. Okay. Um, and, and like has, uh, has dire, has a diary about his experiences seeing beings in the inner earth. So that that's there, insane. There was like a cavern that he was able to fly into and, um, and go into the earth. Wow. So if that if that were true, then this this would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know what the best part is? Like on the at the beginning, it goes a little. It does a little intro about just things that don't make sense, yeah. and then it goes. Following is the simplified version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of the and I was like, are you kidding? It's just hilarious. It's not simplified. No, no, it not is at not. all. Honestly, no. but I love that they said that. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. So here's kind of a here's kind of a side note, I guess, to the whole story. Um, apparently, the the person who was sacrificed on the cross was someone who was programmed to think he was Jesus. Mm-hmm. So he actually thought he was. He actually thought he was, but he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with the end goal <laughs> yeah. of getting, like, 
a massive group of people to think that they are like at their core sinners, right? Like that was their goal, was to create a false narrative, is what it says. I mean, yes, that's For that's people. yeah, that's I mean, that's the idea. If or they just believed it. Well, yeah, yeah, it's 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 like, yeah. But yeah, I mean that that if you're gonna believe this story, which I don't completely, um, <laughs> but that is what you would have to believe is that the Bible is a false narrative, right? Yeah. Well, they also say that he was crucified using holographic technology. Mm, yeah. Wow. Oh yeah, this was it, Eric. The 12D Avatar completed a successful mission and left the planet at the age of 39. Yes. Via the bridge portal of the Ark of the Covenant, again, he did not die. He did not die. So. No. Yeah, so Jesus, in this, the the real Jesus, not the fake Jesus, <laughs> the real Jesus the real, did yeah. not die. Yeah. Which is, if you, it's very parallel to the, yeah, you know. totally. Well, then this could lend credence to the fact that the other Jesus who was born of Joseph and Mary right. and then married Mary Magdalene that cuz there are there are rumors i guess it's sort of alternate history of the fact that Mary Magdalene left with their baby yeah and made it to like i think it's like France or yeah. something and France. then yeah and then there's some sort of lost lineage of Mary Magdalene and the kings of France, because mm -hmm. that's what um, that's what Dan Brown's book is about. Um, the movie that Tom Hanks played in. Yeah. Um, damn, what's that called? I don't know. Holy shit! Yeah. Anyway, that those that line of books is about um, basically the lost lineage of Jesus. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy. Um, so yeah, that's that's really all I can handle. I'm exhausted from just describing that. Um, you did very well. Did I? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're the best at those crazy <laughs> things. Like, I try. Well, any closing thoughts? Um, I don't think so. I mean, either way, whatever story it is, is a great story. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not... Whatever I mean, you believe. Yeah, I mean, this is just a story. This is not... Um, yeah, but this was a lot. It was, I mean, there's a lot of moving pieces. Like, yeah. There's, there's basically like 12 characters in here after the sets of twins... This inner earth dude, and then um, like a bunch of different like race, not races, but like lines of people. Yeah, lines of people that like aren't all people yet. I know, and then you have the uh, then you have the three kings mm -hmm. uh, leaving through the portals, and then trying to get back home, and yeah. Yeah, where I knew in one of these, it was saying that the um, the the North Star. 
Yeah, the North Star was, was, the, a, was an ET craft. Telling the wise men yeah. where to look for the portal thing. Yeah. That, I've, I've heard that the North Star was like some UFO. Yeah, not really a star. Because it's like if you – apparently something about like that time in the world, like it would have been super rare for there to be like a shooting star or something. Mm. I've heard that. I don't know like the credence to it or whatever, but – well, I think there's also some – the North Star lines up with a star system that mm-hmm. – don't take my word for this, but I think this the North Star lines up with a star system that is significant in some life-bringing sense oh. or something like that. Yeah. Interesting. Lines up. So that, that was a good point. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a whole nother – it's a whole yeah. other avenue. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I mean, this this is uh, well, what we did the uh, we did the Chronovisor episode. Yeah. About the Vatican, mm-hmm. um, apparently seeing or being able to see Jesus in yeah. the past. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they looked back and they were like, "Oh, this isn't the same guy." <laughs> totally could have. They were like, "Well, who's that? <laughs> who's this dude? <laughs> what are you talking about?" Yep. Or maybe they looked back and saw an alien. Yeah. Yeah, and they were like, oh, fuck. Yeah. But they destroyed it, so, you know. Yeah. We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. Hang with us, and you'll just... Again, we're just here for a good story. <laughs> that's, for... re- that's really all we're that's here it. for. Yeah. Um, sweet. Okay. Well... Any closing thoughts? No, you take us home. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> No, I mean that's that probably one of probably the craziest story we've done. Yeah, I agree. Outside, it's not even close. I don't think. No, well, craziest story you and me have done. Um, I mean, the one of the craziest ones was uh, this book written by um, this guy named Ingersoll Lockwood. Have you heard about I, this? Well, I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The Baron Trump, the child oh, named Baron my. Trump. Yeah. That was wild. It was written in 1896. Everyone listening has to go back and yeah. listen to that one. If you're not familiar with this, uh, go back through the podcast. I'm sure you can find it on Apple or Spotify. Or look up Ingersoll Lockwood on Google. Mm-hmm. I-N-G-E-R-S-A-L and then Lockwood. But yeah, this man wrote a book in 1896 about a child named Baron Trump who explored the inner earth which we were uh-huh. just talking about with a dog I th- or something yeah. some sort of companion yeah and he has this he has this little s- spinner thing that looks like a fidget, a fidget spinner <laughs> it's so creepy and like, this was like I mean this was when fidget spinners were a thing oh they were yeah popular was, obviously like Donald Trump was in office. He was in office, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. just hilarious. Like, yeah. it was one of my favorite ones it was you ever wild. did. That was awesome. I I think it's like the, it was one of the first, like, five or ten episodes, I believe. Yeah, yeah that was nuts. I forgot the about that. The fidget spinner. Yeah. Wow, I forgot. It's, it's yeah. pretty crazy. But, yep. yeah, so um, check that out if you want to. Um, other than that, that's all we got today. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at WorldWeLivePod. You can email me at worldwelivinpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google Podcasts, I believe. 
and yeah, I think of the major platforms. And um, maybe we'll be back with something more wholesome right before the holidays. We'll yeah, see. Yeah, we, we no, I think we should. We should do. Um, we should find like a good, just a good story. Yeah, like a happy story. Yeah, very we'll straightforward, it. easy we'll listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not complicated. Just to like chill you out before the holidays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's all we got. Take care, everyone. Um, stay safe, and we'll talk to you later.